The Real Meaning of Spirituality by Devan Chagarwal. Okay, so I'm gonna try my best to make this a compelling enough guide for spirituality that covers the nuts and bolts one needs to know to fathom the real meaning of spirituality. So, there basically are two types of people who indulge in this whole game. The first kind of people believe in spirituality while the other kind know the real meaning of spirituality. The former kind, if you ask them how do they believe in it, they will generally say by reading all the scriptures and Vedas or by reading articles or listening to people. Some people literally mug it all up and can recite whole paragraphs from the book as it is and the people go bananas listening to them as if it's some kind of a miracle or something. Like some people believe in God, some don't, but neither of them know the actual truth. The other kind of people know the real meaning of spirituality. Believing and knowing are two entirely different things that are a world apart from each other. Fire can burn us. Do we believe in it or do we know it as a fact? See that's the difference between knowing something and believing in something. As soon as we know the truth, then there is no belief left in the room. We believe something only or as long as we don't know it for sure. Now comes the question of how can we make the jump from believing something to knowing the real thing. Well, the first step is to forget everything you believe in. Yeah, I mean, that's the most important thing. Unless you free yourself from all the preconceived thoughts and notions and beliefs you already so obsessively believe in, you can never find the thing that is actually true as, as you have no space left in you to entertain new knowledge and information whatsoever. Spiritualism versus Materialism Some people are afraid to walk on this path because they think they would not be able to achieve any materialistic achievement once they embark on this spiritual journey. Well, they first need to understand what the definition of spirituality actually is. Is it a fact that those who get on the spiritual path seclude themselves from the materialistic world? Well, maybe, maybe not. It is totally possible for a man living and believing in the materialistic world to be a whole lot more spiritual than a so-called spiritual person who is sitting at the top of the mountain and just pretending to be spiritual. The opposite is also possible. A guy who claims to be a hardcore spiritual person maybe actually is a materialistic person in disguise. There is no actual line dividing spiritualism and materialism. All these are our own figments of imagination and beliefs which were fed to us from society and other places. We are creating our own imaginary world to boost our ego by saying that we are spiritualistic or materialistic. Just like a lotus blooms in a swamp, 
Now if we compare the swamp with this world that is staying in the swamp and merely talking about things like spirituality, God, materialism, the real spirituality? Or is it rising from the swamp and blossoming the real meaning of spirituality? Spirituality is nothing but understanding the truth and seeing reality as it is. Good karma versus bad karma. The concepts of good karma and bad karma are also a tad flawed. Whenever your mind is calm while doing something, then that is good karma. And if your mind is not at peace or it's making someone else lose their mental peace, then all those actions come under the radar of bad karma. The best thing you can do is self-inquiry. There is no better karma than discovering your true self because this type of action is helping you uncover your real self. As long as you have this question, who am I, then you are at the peak of the good karmas and try to hold on to it for as long as you can. The second best essence of good karma is self-control. Actions that are increasing your self-control over your sensory organs and your mind are all good karmas. When your senses try to overpower you, then that will be the actual test of your self-control and your willpower. And as you keep on solidifying your controlling powers, then there will come a time when you don't have to control your senses, but it will automatically be under your control effortlessly. At the last remains the mind, which is the most powerful of all, because all your powers are inside your mind only. The fight with your mind, the practice of controlling your mind is the real meaning of spirituality. Ultimate purpose of life. And then there was this question. So often, everybody keeps on asking this question, the ultimate purpose of life. What is my purpose of life? Why am I here? What the hell am I doing on this earth? We wander around it, but to no way. The thing is, sure this question is important to ask. One should definitely ask it. But there is this another question that is even more pertinent than this. And that question is, what is life itself? I mean, we don't think about this question enough and instead focus on the subsidiaries of, you know, the main river branch. I mean, this question, what is life? This is the main river branch and all the other adjoining questions, the purpose of life, my uh, abilities, my skills, what are my skills, what am I here for? These are all the tributaries of that main river branch. If we could understand the meaning of life, then we can automatically understand the ultimate purpose also. But if we can't understand the meaning of life itself, then everything else is useless and futile and one will never be able to understand the real meaning of spirituality only. It is just like asking what trigonometry is without knowing addition and subtraction. Spirituality involves 
asking the right questions. So first, we need to ask the right questions if we want the right answers. The last stage of meditation. Then some people ask, what is the last stage of meditation? Well again, it is not important to understand the last stage of meditation. Understanding the real essence of meditation is necessary and the first step, you know, taking baby steps and then finally reaching the end goal. Knowing your life is meditation, understanding your brain is meditation and asking the right question is ultimately the real meaning of spirituality. So once we understand what meditation really is, once we divert our attention to what truly is paramount, we will understand all the concepts of God, birth and death, rebirth and life will become more clear as you go in depth the basics of what the real meaning of spirituality is all about. Now many people say that they know all about spirituality when it comes to applying. They don't even remember, but when it comes to applying, they don't even remember the S of spirituality. You see, this itself is such a big, you know, mistake or a flaw. This way thinking is incorrect. We think we know everything, but we actually don't. Everyone is living under this illusion that they know all about what life is, what the real meaning of spirituality is, what they want from life. But this itself is perhaps the crux of the problem. If one acknowledges that he doesn't have the knowledge, that is far better than knowing something wrong. Because then you can actually start finding out the real information that is going to help you in the long run. Saying, I don't know, is a whole lot better than living under this imagination that I know it all. You must have heard of the famous saying, don't be afraid of what you don't know, be afraid of what you think you know for sure. Once we know something for sure, then we shut our brains for further knowledge for that particular topic, which increases the chances of our being wrong astronomically. The day you genuinely put a question mark on everything you think you know for sure, then that will be a major leap in taking you one step closer to experience and understanding the real meaning of spirituality. Start understanding something that no one knows about, that no one talks about. Something that no one is even trying to find out. That can be the beginning of something truly brilliant. Make things simpler. Then comes the question of how to know what you're doing is right or wrong. It's kind of obvious, isn't it? This question can be broken down into different layers to make things easier. Well, first, we all have been given this body. So taking care of it in every possible way is the right thing to do. The right thing it will involve exercising, eating healthy, taking proper rest, adequate sleep, maintaining hygiene and other basic things that we all know about. Wrong thing here will include lack of exercise, a sedentary lifestyle, eating junk food, 
inadequate sleep, being unhygienic and yada yada yada. To fulfill your bodily requirements, you need money. So then again, earning money is the right thing to do. Now while earning money, if you're hurting or cheating or betraying someone, then that is, well, you guessed it, obviously the wrong thing. This is at the level of the body. At the level of mind, if you so much as think something bad for someone, then that won't be the nicest thing for you to do, if you ask me. Since that is tantamount to you hammering an axe at your own feet. Don't be multifaceted. Backbiting, jealousy, ego, hatred are all negative emotions that will suck up your positive energy. If you're doing any work, whatever it may be, understanding it completely is the right thing to do instead of just doing it as stored. Once you understand your work, then even if you fail in it, then that's alright. But not learning from it and repeating the same mistake again and again is wrong. The right thing has got nothing to do with your thinking. It doesn't matter whatever we think, the world isn't gonna alter its rules for anyone. As you can see, the real meaning of spirituality is not something convoluted or rocket science. It's actually a way of life itself. Seeing things the way they actually are. We should also question our thinking. Whatever beliefs we have in our mind, all the preconceived notions about things or people, everything, and I mean everything, how can we know if the way we think is the right way or not? Are we really thinking the right way? If you think about it, your whole life is based on thinking only. We think before we act or do anything. People with different sets of information in their brains will think differently about the same situation. And two such people are bound to get into conflicts because they think differently due to the fact that they have a different set of information based on which they're gonna act differently. So now comes the question, can we see the truth without thinking? Let's take an example. The rainbow has seven colors. Now all the problem arises when someone says that red is better than yellow. Then the other will argue, no, 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 the yellow is better than any other color and so on. That's how most people spend their entire life, arguing senselessly and pointlessly. That's obviously not the real meaning of spirituality because none of it is actually true. The truth is that all the seven colors have the same source. So it doesn't make sense to argue about which color looks better. There is no actual division in these seven colors. Once we see things this way, the thinking process comes to an end here. And then there's ultimately nothing left to think about. And the only thing that remains is love. True, deep love. So instead of breaking things up into smaller pieces and looking at them in isolation, it's about time we broaden our horizons of thinking by joining the pieces together and looking at the bigger picture. That's what love is, to be one.
And that's precisely what the definition of spirituality conveys. To understand how we are all connected to each other. The one who is connected to everything is delightful. The one who gets disconnected is dismal. The wrong thinking creates division in society and spreads negativity, but the right kind of thinking spreads prosperity and happiness in society. Matters of the heart. Now comes your pretty little heart. To understand your relationships, to work upon them, to be empathetic is the right thing to do. Being compassionate towards not only your friends but your enemies as well is the right thing to do. But hey, before you go and ask the obvious question, let me ask it myself. Can we develop compassion for people who don't do good by us? Well, we first need to understand the real meaning of compassion. We think compassion means being sympathetic to people even if they're doing wrong by us. But is it possible now to do that? If someone is hurting you physically, is there any way on the face of the earth that you can show an iota of compassion for that person? Well, of course not. And you shouldn't. You need to fight there. Real spirituality is all about taking the right action at the right time. What will you call being compassionate here? To fight him off or just silently resist and watch him beat the shit out of you? If he is a criminal or something and is doing something wrong, then what will be the real compassion? To take actions against the person to keep the others safe or to feel sympathetic towards him and let him do whatever he wants? You can understand the real meaning of compassion only when you are free from all the possessiveness, selfishness and the pettiness. If you show mercy to even one criminal, then the whole society will become corrupted. If a person jumps a red light, then will the real compassion be in forgiving him and showing him mercy or to punish him so that he doesn't do it again? Maybe. He genuinely made a mistake, but the policeman there should take the required action anyway. It may seem that the policeman is rude and cold-hearted, but actually he is the real compassionate guy because if he forgives even one, then the whole society would take the rules for granted and that won't look pretty. Policeman there is ensuring that the society stays in safe and reliable hands. He's making sure that no child gets a message that jumping a red light is okay. He's ultimately looking for looking after the person who will think twice before jumping a red light again. The real sense of compassion is to do whatever is right for everyone and not just one individual. And then comes the soul, the final part. Asking yourself, who am I, is possibly the best thing you can do. Understanding your true self is the right thing to do as this is the best way to understand the real essence of spirituality. Running away from this question and living under illusions 
or all your life is the wrong thing to do. The person who understands this gospel truth understands everything there is to know about life. But the one who doesn't understand his true identity, what he truly is, then it doesn't matter how much information he stops in about the materialistic world, he will never be truly satisfied. Once we really understand the true self, then all the sufferings come to an end and what remains is everlasting happiness. But unfortunately, most people rely on temporary sensation to combat the permanent pain in life, which isn't really efficient and logical. Because once the sensation stops, which it will definitely, we go back to the initial condition. This is why we need to change our understanding of our true selves to come out of this predicament once and for all. The future. Many people ask, how can they stop worrying about the future? Well, in order to do that, we first need to understand what future actually is. You can't possibly stop worrying about the future without knowing what it is. Do we really understand what time is? Is it a reality or just an imagination to make things simpler? Is there a future in real? Can you extend your arm and grab your future? Can you see the future? No, you can't. Present is all there is. The future is nothing but imagining something in the present moment. If the future is connected with the right kind of understanding, then there is no problem. But if it isn't, which is the majority case, then there is no chance in hell that you can stop worrying about it. And now, what is the wrong kind of imagination here? Well, talking about the future from the standpoint of your bodies. How can you not stop worrying about it this way? The body is mortal. It ought to die one day. Is it not the truth? You can be diagnosed with literally hundreds of thousands of diseases out there at any given time. Your friends and families are also not immortal. Anything can happen to them anytime. How can you stop worrying if you go this way? Accidents and natural calamities are something unpreventable and mostly unpredictable. Maybe you can lose your job tomorrow and go bankrupt. How can one possibly not worry about this? So as long as you see yourself from the standpoint of your bodies, there is no way that you can permanently stop worrying about the future. All the worries we have regarding the future is related to the level of the body. As long as one thinks, feels and understands that he is the body, his mind can never be absolutely peaceful and such a person will never ever understand the real meaning of spirituality. The only way to be absolutely free from your past, present and future is to know and understand it as a fact that time cannot touch you and not just understanding it as a theory but experiencing it practically. You're not in time. Anyone who is in time can never be fearless. He may show he is, but from the inside he can't be. 
he will always be worried. But if time is in you, then what's there to worry about? Everything is in time, every object and everybody, and the time is in the real you. When you realize it, then you become absolutely free from everything, and only then can you be absolutely fearless. A balance is necessary. Now some people have this huge, huge misconception that real spirituality doesn't allow any entertainment in life and you have to be pretty darn serious all the time. You know, aesthetic and all that stuff, but not quite. Everything if done within a limit is not gonna pose a problem. If you're eating to satisfy your body hunger, then it's completely fine. But if you're eating to appease your mind hunger, then that will spiral into something you don't want to get into. Similarly, if you're indulging in pleasures and entertainment to relax your mind or to recharge your body, that is alright. But if one gets attached to this state, then that is gonna become a major problem in the future. The same pleasures that were making you better will be responsible for draining your energy and making you feel dull and lazy. Less is more. Does the definition of spirituality imply being the greater version of yourselves? Well, the answer lies in the question itself. If you look closely, then you will see that this is how everyone is living. They all want to be bigger, better than before. Everyone is walking their asses off to get that promotion they always wanted. Everyone wants to take their businesses to the next level. They all want to shift into a penthouse from 2BHK apartments. Everyone wants a bigger and better car than before. The whole world is busy going to the so-called next level. Everyone living this way can't be genuinely happy. They will always yearn for more than they have. They will always base their happiness on future possibilities instead of the present conformities. They will always be someone better, taller, more handsome, more successful than you. And it's alright. Stop comparing yourself and start thanking yourself for everything you have today. It's high time gratitude becomes the attitude. Now many people misunderstand this, they think they should stop doing anything and everything, well of course not. The real meaning of contentment is to base your satisfaction on how much you actually hustled and not on the outcome. If you know it in your heart that you have put every ounce of blood, sweat and tear into whatever work you did, then there can't be a bigger satisfaction than this irrespective of the results. All you have to do is ask yourselves, am I putting in a 100% or not? Now to answer all the questions in one line, one way of living is to solve the unlimited problems a person will have throughout his life as long as he thinks he is the body. Unlimited problems will of course take unlimited time. The other option 
is to improve your understanding and know that you're not this body you think you are and you may be something totally else. Now no problem can overwhelm you in any shape, size or form. You will become unstoppable and untouchable. Just think about it. Every problem you suffer is at the level of your body. And by body, I mean your physical body and your mind too. But if you realize you're something else, you're something beyond your body and your mind, then what is the problem? Once you let the real meaning of spirituality sink in, you will see yourself in everyone and everyone in yourself, the real unity. Thank you very much.